Welcome to David's Life and Observation with your host, David Welch. Today's show is a combination of a couple things that have been going on lately, just to touch up on kind of current events and what's been going on with me, and the reason you guys haven't heard from me a little bit. Um, so I moved back from, well, I moved to Arizona from Washington State, um, from Everett, visiting my brother. Uh, so I moved back to Arizona, I'm here in lovely Mesa, Arizona home of the worst shooting in police history because of Daniel Shaver. You know, not that he was at fault or anything, you know. Um, The shooting was just, marks one of the most heinous games of uh, Simon Says you'd ever see. And, and time and again, you see law enforcement officers arresting people without harm, without playing the whole sign that says game, because there are easier ways to apprehend people and get them to comply versus making them crawl forward and over things and through things. It's, it's just, it was just a, a sick joke, and people's heads were not in the right place. The blood was pumping, and... Sadly, they killed the drunk exterminator who, quite frankly, didn't know that that was the last day of his life. And he wasn't armed. He wasn't dangerous. He was inebriated in his own hotel room with a gun he uses to take out pests, which he's allowed to do legally allowed to have I always hate the fact that owning a firearm in this country is just like viewed upon as the most disgusting and vile thing you could do and it's obscene how fucking Karens and Kens across the country will call the police for people exercising their rights and that's something that's really bothering me there are so many so many uneducated twats across the United States that just don't know the law. They don't care to learn it because it doesn't fit their worldview. It doesn't fit their worldview that they think people need their fucking permission to photograph them while they're outside. Like, nah, bitch. If you wanted privacy, go back in your cave. Create your own privacy. You know, it's it's just so stupid that people honestly believe that you cannot take a picture or video of their property from a public land. And and just the concept of public and private property in this country is absolutely fucking amazing to me because clear clear public right-of-ways and clear public property, you, you know, always has state agents or city agents saying, oh, no, well, that's, well, that's city-owned property. Well, I'll, I'll gladly inform you, officers, because you dickheads know, but you say it all the time. City-owned property is owned by the people. Yeah, the same constituents that you interact with every day and rob. Those people. And to say that it's private property is asinine and stupid and wrong and false all day. It's just dumb. It really is. And then there's always the the time and manner, which confuses me because if you're grown, 
it shouldn't matter what time you choose to be awake or what time you prosper in your job or vocation or what time you choose to do whatever it is you wanted to do at that particular hour, like go for a walk, you shouldn't automatically be accused of crimes just for walking around. Now, being caught in the act red-handed, obviously, is going to be a little bit different of a story. That's going to be theft and, and property damage, probably, and all sorts of things. And therefore, you should be bothered by the police and citizens alike. However, if you're not doing any of those things, you should be left the fuck alone. If you're minding your business and you're walking home and you're fucking not breaking any laws, you shouldn't be forced to stop and talk to law enforcement. And they will do that shit. They will, they will force you to stop. They'll get your way. They will tell you you're detained even though you haven't committed a crime. And then they will lose their shit when they can't get information from you. Just the way it happens. And I always find it kind of unique that they want to complain and bitch about how, you know, that they feel attacked. And that they, they feel that people are not following the law and they want to... You know, be just, you know, bad because not following their orders and doing exactly what they want to a T is somehow wrong or irregular. So they always see that as some sort of combative or they'll even say over the radio, hey, we have we have a suspect, suspect of what? Nothing. Being combative or argumentative, which is not illegal. And the cops always try these non-custodial interrogations to get you to slip up. Meaning, they'll pull you over the side of the road and they'll ask you, well, how fast do you think you're going? Well, that right there could be an incriminating question. So you don't have to answer it according to the Fifth Amendment. And then they're going to try to get you to just simply agree to their narrative that they've cooked up out of thin air because they need you to agree so that they can use it against you in court. I think any question like that that they can use in court should be, you know, should be one of those questions to say, hey, I don't have to answer that. And quite frankly, you don't. That's an incriminating question because if you were going 120 miles an hour now that's that's a different level of uh, speed now if you're simply walking down the road and they're harassing you like law enforcement tends to do you don't have to engage in their conversation you really don't you can ignore them you don't have to answer their questions and if they say they're going to keep you longer if you don't answer their questions you don't have to answer their questions but you got to very clearly state you're using your Fifth Amendment. Otherwise, they will take your silence as admission. Or they will take your si silence as admission to go into your pockets and all these other things. you got to clearly state, you know, I, uh, you know, declare that I don't want to be searched or, see or have any of my property seized. You know, I don't want to be entertaining questions that could be deemed criminal. So you just got to let them know I'm going to use my Fifth Amendment to not you know, say anything, and I would like a, a lawyer. It's very simple. And as soon as you invoke that, they should comply with your request, but a lot of the times they won't. 
because they they'll still just pepper you with questions. Their whole their whole way of being is to just pepper you with questions until you break. Your way of being has to be silence, utter silence, except where necessary. You know they, you know they're going through your vehicle. You know you didn't say anything. Just say something. Say hey, I didn't authorize you to go go through my vehicle. You don't have my permission to search or seize anything in my vehicle. If they say they're going to do it anyway, it's on them. They'll lose in court. They'll get sued. And, you know, they'll just keep eating these lawsuits until people get rich off of them. And it's not like people are, because it's very (laughs) damn near impossible to win a lawsuit, you know, against any sort of state agency or government agency, which I think is just a horrible plight on the American people, because the American people have been overwhelmingly, you know, oppressed by law enforcement for for too long way too long the justice system as we know it's unjust we have people in prison we have people like languish in jail for years years (laughs) without due process it violates their their rights but the, the judges and the courts and nobody gives a shit they don't because their their lives are unaffected they, they go home at the end of the day. To them, it's a job. It's a job where they put people's lives in their hands, and they you can see it. You can just go sit in a court and observe, and you can see how judges simply do not give a fuck. They don't care. They will literally pass down a 25-year sentence and not blink, bat an eye, and then move on to the next case. <laughs> and I'm like, yo, that person's life just got screwed over. How are we not going to take a, a minute to, like, mourn that individual who may or may not be guilty, right? Like, whatever. And a lot of the times, there's no fucking evidence presented for anything. The, even at a jury trial, you, you see the the prosecution will, will lead with just an affidavit. Just That's it. That's all they have. They have no other evidence of, of any wrongdoing. And they'll lead with just a, a sworn affidavit from an officer, and you're like... Yeah, that's sketchy. Until you get the body cam, and then you find out, oh, well, the body cam uh, uh, was was destroyed uh, accidentally. It was part of the cycle, and uh, we lost the footage. Well, of course you did. Of course you did. And then you have repeated videos across the country where I think it should be automatically a felony for any law enforcement officer to touch, damage, move, adjust any camera in a household that they are raiding or that they are entering legally or illegally, they should not be able to touch your cameras at all. That is your security system. <clears throat> and they don't have permission to adjust, move, obstruct anything. They have zero permission to do that, yet overwhelmingly they do because they know they're about to commit a crime. I'm all about shooting cops. I really am. I think I think we should just have a day where, you know, we just line them up and just take every third person and just eliminate them, right? You line up the whole department. Plus, you know, it just keeps things fresh. New crop coming in, replacing the bad apples. Because, you know, you might have gotten a few bad apples. Because cops don't take care of their own bad apples. They just, you know, get sour in their little barrel and get mad. Because they don't take care of their own bad business. They, they don't. They need us to do it. So that's a viable solution to me. 
you'd shoot everyone, you know, third officer. <coughs> and, and uh, you know, you're, the likelihood of you getting one of those bad apples off the streets, very good. You know, it's a very, it's a likely probability. And then, you know, anyone that makes a senior rank, you know, at the end of their service, they should be beheaded. Absolutely. I mean, you know, what, what better and truer service to your country than to sacrifice one's life for the country because, you know, you're either so good at what you did that you deserve to be immortalized as a hero and, and what better way to commit seppuku in order to, you know, appease the gods of, uh, of justice. You know, I don't see why not. Or you're eliminating a snake. And snakes have all sorts of different ranks, apparently, in the, in the police service. So if you're at the top and you're a snake, then you deserved it. And you served your country. So there you go. You have, you have your double honor there of being lead snake that got eliminated and also, uh, you know, not, not uh, you know, ruining too many lives, apparently. But you got to understand, that's the entire vocation of law enforcement is to ruin lives. They're not heroes. Now, can they, can they, can individual officers do heroic shit? Yes. Absolutely. We, we see it all the time where you'll have law enforcement officers do amazing things on their own, right? But in groups, they're stupid. They're dumber than any other apparatus of anything I've ever seen in my life. Because they will flat out break the law, like shooting pepper balls at people's genitals. Or targeting reporters because they don't like be they don't like their crimes captured on footage. So there is a literal campaign and briefings and teachings to go and target journalists. It is a matter of fact. It is taught. There are videos, there are leaks of it. So for anyone to have any sympathy at an officer down, I don't I really don't get it. That officer was at least ten percent of the day corrupt. And and how do you say it? You know, like Dave, how do you say that? You don't know her, you don't know him. You're right. Okay, I don't. But if if they've one time falsified a police report or backed up their buddy and didn't say anything or affected an arrest that they knew was bad, then they're a dirty cop. They're horrible. They need to be above board. They need to be not machine-like. They need to be humans. Have compassion. Have understanding. Now, have I seen law enforcement officers do amazing things like, you know, instead of, like, using their discretion, like, because those are the rookies. Those are the ones that still have compassion. You'll notice, like, oh, man, they didn't arrest this lady. They actually, you know, bought her some groceries because she, she's hungry. She needed supplies. She needed whatever it is she was trying to steal. Those cases, and I call them my Aladdin cases, because those are people committing crimes out of necessity, not committing crimes out of joy or, you know, just a you know, seek the higher life or the thrill of anything. They're doing it because they need money and they have no other mechanism to get money. And, and by and large, you'll find that it's people who have zero skill sets or they don't want to, you know, swing a hammer for, you know, 25 bucks an hour, which, you know, I'll see why you wouldn't because it's like great fucking money. But they also don't want to go work fast food, and nine times out of ten, they don't get hired anyway. 
you'll have a lot of people, there's a lot of people who apply for positions all over this country. But you'll have positions now that are just over people's abilities. Or extremely under people's abilities. And, and we have this dichotomy in this country where you'll see a lot of job boards out there, but they're still not hiring because they have to go through a process. They're, they're, the worst thing that ever happened to corporate America was SHRM. The algorithm and the computer processes used to discern between good and bad candidates for employment. The reason I say this is because it slows down the process of hire to a crawl. You used to be able to walk into a place, fill out an application, have a conversation with the manager, and get hired right away. That does not exist anymore. You can't do that. Especially if you're looking for a job, you know, with six figures or whatever have you. You know, you used to be able to have these these sit downs with the with the boss, and it's you know part of the process. But now they do. They'll have your initial phone interview. Then you have a another in person interview or a Zoom interview, and then they have another part where uh, you come in and talk to your your soon to be manager or whatever have you or whoever your boss is going to be, and then you just know you're further along in the hiring process. But that whole time, you're still searching. That whole time, you've got other companies that you're talking to. So, when job A finally gets around to offering you a gig, and it's the gig that you must you really wanted, it's always job B, C, D that hires you because their process is quicker. But job A was like, you know, the one you really wanted, which is the whale. You're like, oh man, I find, I'm going to get the job that I want, but oh well. You know, that I've already been hired with this other company. Had to take a pay cut or whatever. You know, I mean, and, and that sucks too because you have so many people in this country who, who take pay cuts <coughs> for the dumbest reasons, and it's like, why? And I think entry level should. Entry-level positions shouldn't expand so much that it seeps into the the managerial realm because what you end up having is a whole bunch of very, very, very capable Indians and not-so-capable leaders because the leaders are pretty much people that schedule meetings just to schedule meetings just to schedule meetings, and they don't solve. They're not even problem solvers. They're like just people bunched up in the middle that solve no problems and harass your good Indians. Because the Indians that you're using to do the job, do the job flawlessly. They're great. They actually don't need that guidance of somebody, you know, with a microscope up their ass constantly to be like, oh, well, this is what you need to do. You don't need that shit. But I digress. So, going into what's been missing in our country is a dialogue about how the processes that are in place need to change so much so that it's obvious to everyone else that it's it's needed to go another way for a long time. And there are I don't know how many documentaries you got to see of corrupt our corrupt justice system before you're like, what are we doing to change it? Nothing. People are very very comfortable with the way things are right now. You would need to make drastic changes 
You know, and the, the you know the people that get shit on the worst are the prisoners. They're they are America's slave. They are the ones that are making all of the shit in America. All the manufacturing, a lot of the things that are built are being built and made and constructed by the American prison system. Because so many businesses will have contracts with them in order to get the cheap, stupid labor because they're only paying 18 cents. You know, these people make like a dollar a day and they can't do anything with it. But we're going to turn around and gouge the families of these these criminals who may or may not even be like criminal criminals. They might have made, made one, maybe two offenses or they're being accused of multiple things. Who knows? But also, we've had people that are in the fucking system languishing for so long that they just fucking, they just take a plea deal because they've already served three fucking years without any due process. Or they just simply hold out and next thing you know, you have people that are that are in prison for three years who've who've confessed to no crime, admitted to no wrongdoing, yet they were subjected to the most heinous system of the possible, heinous system possible, and nothing happens to the cops, nothing happens to the prosecutor, nothing happens to the judge. We live in a time where that's no longer okay, and then you wonder why twelve-year-olds and fourteen-year-olds are having pitch gun battles with law enforcement, and you got a fucking bitch ass. Well, I wouldn't say bitches. His head was in the right place because we shouldn't have we shouldn't have it where twelve year olds and fourteen year olds think to grab weapons against law enforcement. I would never have thought about that as a kid. Like, if I would have dealt with law enforcement as a kid, that would have like I would have just tested how fast they were, <laughs> right? You know, I beat feet. But in today's society, if you run you know away from law enforcement, these shitbags will shoot you. And they will claim they saw a gun. They will claim they will claim that Jesus came down himself, handed you a fucking piece, you turned around, and that shit disappeared, and they shot you. That's what will happen. Oh, man, Gabriel said, hey, arm up, bitch. Threw you an AK-47, and then he made that shit disappear right as the cops were shooting you. Running away from cops today is like damn near a death sentence. Because they, they're little mini Judge Dreads running around like, oh, I am the law, you know. Like, they have no fucking concept of humanity. They have no concept of anything. The, all they care about is their interpretation. And it's, it's so fucking funny that it's, it always comes down to their interpretation of the law. Not what the law says actually. You know, what's actually on the books. It's always, well, as, as I see it, their like, these bitches didn't go to law school. Yet, they're allowed to interpret the law get the fuck out of here you're not allowed to interpret shit other than what we tell you it's black and white motherfucker like you shit it tells you officer what you shall and shall not do dumbass hey if x beats y and z equals it you shall do it motherfucker very simple but it's like get the fuck out of here if you think people are just okay dealing with you nowadays and you guys should be shot in droves. They just throw it in a random fucking pit of bodies. You think it's harsh, but it's true. People are so done with law enforcement. They're done dealing with you guys because you're criminals. The, we've, we've now come to the idea in the age where we've realized the criminals are the ones with badges. The criminals are the ones with uh, fucking wearing SWAT fucking outfits and shooting people. 
and and we we see the criminal politicians, of course, singing their song because they protect corporate interests and corporate people and government people. Of course, they're going to back them because they're the state, they're the government, and they're never wrong apparently. But you know, just like uh, my forefathers before me and and me who swore to you know, uphold my oath to the Constitution, well, if you guys are out there, boogaloo, you know what I mean? If you're out there and you're, you're hearing this or you're, you know, listening from the FBI, you know, hey, just know that uh, you guys are next too. The CIA, NSA, FBI, you are not protected. You are not, you are no longer free in the United States of America without repercussion. You commit crimes in droves. You illegally obtain information from people. You start fights in other countries you shouldn't. And you fucking are a scourge in the American process. You really are. You make Americans look and be horrible all over the world because you guys don't understand that it's it's really going to take heroes who have been through our services to take you guys out. And it's going to happen. You're going to there will be a civil war. It'll be a veterans and it'll be constitutional aligning people that are literally going to battle people who swore an oath to that constitution but shit on it every day. I hope you guys are have your wills filled out. I hope you know that we will target your your wives, we will target your children. We will target your grandparents and we will target everyone you know and love. Because everyone you know and love lives on our turf. Do you realize this? They literally live... They're our neighbors. <laughs> they're our town folk. So if you think your family's protected, they're not. I'll just leave it at that. So... Any law enforcement that wants to come fuck with people and you want to just make a life of ruining lives and, and things like that, just know when, when that shit comes back on you and these criminals are fucking gang raping your daughter and your wife and your son, then don't don't be mad. Just know that that's part of the process. That's, you, you literally create the bad guys that are out there. You create the worst of the worst because they hate you so much. They hate your whole being, your whole... You don't fight for anything. You don't fight for freedom. You don't fight for anything but money. So if money's what you want, cool. Then, you know, the price of you going after all that money and seizing that money for people is going to be the cost of your family and your friends. And it should be. Because that's what we did to the Germans, didn't we? They were socialist constructs, right? They were trying to take over the, the known world, right? They were the bad guys, right? Well, now the United States of America are the bad guys. And pretty soon, everybody's going to gang up on us. And they're going to they're gonna create movies in the future where they're the good guys. And everybody's going to shit on the American flag. And we won't even be able to have our own American flag because it would be a, uh, an international symbol of hate and oppression. Just like the fucking swastika. Terrible-ass human beings creating a country where... Our kids and grandkids are going to suffer immense losses because of your fucking ignorance and assholism. Thanks, boomers. Thanks, Gen Xers. 
literally your fault. Literally your fault. And then any fucking millennial cops that are out there doing bad, I'm gonna. I can't wait to run across you fucking faggots. I will. I will fucking run through you guys like bad fucking butter. I will fucking kill you all. Pieces of shit. Well, how dare you, millennials, not fucking take everything that you've learned about our society and apply it the right fucking way. How fucking dare you? You want to shit on your brothers and sisters and, and be the, the little missile roid cop that just arrests everybody? <laughs> yeah, we got a place for you, faggot. And it's hell. You're going to go there. Cannot wait. Cannot wait for that fucking civil war to kick off. You bitches won't survive. 